the other Dan. What's up, my friend? <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I made a new opener for the show. What do you think? I dug it. I like it. Yeah, you like the music? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I liked your inside jokes. Everyone knows you're the other Dan, but that's okay. Yeah. It's your show. <laughs> Tonight's topics are bears with a side of bears and uh, a bears and a side of bears. <laughs> More bears. Am I the only one that's like, not to direct the show or anything, but you know, everyone's like, oh, well, what about uh, the, the Drake kid, whatever the kid's name is in North Carolina? And you know, what are we doing with the coach and the court? I mean, fuck, we got seven games left. And far be it from me to be optimistic about Justin potentially coming back Sunday. We've got four division games left, Dan, including this one Sunday. What if we start winning? Does anyone consider what happens if we start winning? If we start winning, then that means that Flus doesn't lose his job, right? You know, after watching that video of them celebrating after the game, it looks like the team, that one and Washington, at least likes him and respects him. Maybe Getsy's the one who needs to go. I don't know if I have the answers to this. And maybe Flus needs to go too. I don't know. But I know if they start winning. I'm, I'm rooting for Flus right now because he's our head coach, and I want to win. Right. I was rooting for San Diego to beat Detroit Sunday. I watched That was a really good game. I hadn't watched a lot of non-Bears at all this year, but I was feeling happy about that win Thursday. Everyone says we're supposed to be unhappy, and uh, they, they struggle to beat Carolina, and we're supposed to throw shit. But I was happy, man. We won. So, heck with it. Well, we did a, a, a pregame and a postgame, and the postgame was very, um, uh, how should I say it? Um, it? It felt like it was a loss to half of us. See? That's what I'm saying. But it was a win. So I kept saying to everyone who, you know, my crew on Thursdays, Foster, what's up, Foster? Thanks for joining us. Mo, thanks for joining us. Mayhem, thanks for joining us. Um, I was saying to Foster, uh, well, it wasn't really to Foster, it was to PJ and Walt that, like, we all want them to win, right? So we just won with our backup quarterback. So do you want it to be a win? A win is a win. You know, did you expect to win? If you, We didn't win by 30. Who gives a shit? It's a win. If you look back on it two years from now, it's a win. You're not going, well, they lost. They won by three points. Right. And, uh, you know, so it was a win. So it got us back on track. Here's where it goes forward now. Can Justin, after being gone for four and a half games with a, with a dislocated thumb, which, by the way, is the same thumb that he, I think he broke in high school, if anyone went deep into stats there, I didn't know that it was a senior year in high school. He missed like the final, you know, third of the season because he broke his, I believe it was his thumb on his throwing hand. If anyone wants to fact check that for me. Um, but I believe I'm correct. So it doesn't matter. It's, but it, it, the only thing that doesn't matter is, is the ligaments. So is there damage to the ligaments from the, from the, the break and the previous surgery? And then now you have it dislocated. Are the ligaments you know, is that the problem? Because if it's numb sometimes, it might be difficult for him to throw the ball, blah, blah, blah. So, But he's going to wear a glove, apparently, to mitigate that a little bit. Yeah. And maybe that's what he needed. I mean, you know, Jim McMahon threw with gloves. Kurt Warner threw with gloves. I'm not yeah. trying to say Jim and Kurt were the same quarterback by any stretch because uh, Jim didn't have the prolific passing stats, at least in the NFL. He did in college. But either way, maybe the gloves are a good thing for Fields. 
Maybe he doesn't try the glove without the injury. Maybe that turns out to be something that that is like his signature moving forward. Okay. We don't know yet. And right. I, Dan, I I can't root against the Bears. And and I've been reading on X because of our, our guy Jay Bonds. Uh, I I haven't really been doing a deep dive. There's so many people that are like Bajent people that want Fields to just fail, and then there were Fields people wanting the Bears to lose because of Bajent. I'm not telling anyone how to be a fan. All I'm telling you is I'm happy the Bears won. Whoever the quarterback is, I'm rooting for them. The quarterback things become like, uh, like I said before, Trump versus Biden. It's, it's and it shouldn't because we're talking about the Bears. It's not political right. at all. I mean, we're talking. About, we all just want to win games as right. fans. So I don't understand the. Could you imagine it, if there was a second team in the city? What that would cause? This is just two quarterbacks. Jeez. I, I know, and it's just like. At the end of the day, we we all want the same goal. I don't understand. Like you could like ba- you can like Fields and root for Bajan at the same time, and vice versa. In my opinion, yes. So I look. Justin's got seven games mm-hmm. minimum. Maybe they may somehow miraculously make it and win go in the playoffs, but minimum or maybe potentially maximum seven games to prove that hey. Give me, give me a contract extension. Go ahead and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Get us some offensive line help with the other pick. Uh, we already got our defensive end in sweat. So, hey, keep me here and let's go. But he's got to prove that. And this so it's so important for him to get back this week. A win on the road in Detroit could go so far for him to start making his case to say, hey, I'm the guy. I'm so excited for it. They've got Detroit. Minnesota's won five in a row. Uh, and that's in Minnesota, so two big road games coming up, and then a bye, and then Detroit again. Somehow, you win those three games, which maybe sounds like I'm you know, a bullshit optimist right now, but if you could win those three games, you'd have three straight in the division, and you're back in it. Undeniably back in it. You, you, you saying that about this team right now, though, almost it, it's, it's equivalent to saying what if. It's like it, it, you. Can't. But the defense is improving now. They the are defense improving. is improving now. I know that they they were letting a bunch of fourth downs conversions happen, and if Carolina wasn't dumb to go for a fifty nine yard kick, who knows what happens at the end of that? But on paper and on the field, the defense is playing better now. They are. So you Correct. can almost rely on them a little bit. You know, if you're if your fields, you know, you get in there, maybe you get some offensive line help. Maybe Nate Davis comes back this week. Maybe you get white hair out of there. Mm-hmm. He's the weak link. He, he and uh, and uh, Patrick, maybe they start blocking. And 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 Bayless is probably going to get cut, it looks like, when they activate um, uh, the kid from uh, Herbert. So what I'm saying is he's not going to be throwing the bubble screen to Bayless Jones. Maybe he's not going to get sacked every other play. It just feels a bubble screen to Mooney, though. It won't matter. There's still hope. There's hope until there's no hope. You're correct. There is hope until there's no hope. I'm not trying to shit on your parade. All I was saying. It's um, it's okay if you disagree. It's fine. No, I no, I no. What I was saying um, before you so fucking rudely interrupted me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just kidding. Was that uh, if um, if uh, God, no, I'm totally lost my train of thought. See, see what you did to me, Dan? So when so we we all agree that oh I was saying that when Justin comes back I expect him to be him to be rusty against the Lions the the Lions just handed it to the Chargers last night man they were just tit for tat that that was 
one of the most impressive Lions teams I've ever seen in my life playing last night. And it was, that's not a team I want to play. No, that's a team you do want to play. You know why? Overconfident. Mm-hmm. Overconfident. Detroit thinks, you hear that St. Brown always running his mouth. They think that they're, that they're the shit now. They, they think that they're the kings, and they're coming off a big win, and they'll see, oh, it's the sorry-ass Bears coming back. So that's a trap game. That's what they call a trap game. That's that's perfect for the Bears. I'd rather the Bears be going into Detroit with the Lions with a big victory on the road than a loss. Then a loss means, oh, it's a must win against the Bears. You know, Minnesota's sneaking up on us. Right now, they think their fucking shit doesn't stink. You, you see? Could, you could call it a trap game if Justin Fields hadn't lost all this time. He's coming back now from four and a half game stint. So he, how can you not expect him? You. I mean, Dan, I love the optimism, but you think he's going to come out and just throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns? If he does, I'll probably buy a lottery ticket, but he doesn't necessarily have to. How about uh, Foreman? Keep running that rock, baby. Boom, hand off to 21. You're going to have Herbert back. Hand it off to him and just run the ball down their throats, man, and take some time off the clock. Old school Bears smash mouth football. That's what I want to see. That's what I've been wanting to see. I hate the shotgun on fourth and one at the fucking goal line and you're in a shotgun. Especially if a blasting game or blazing, however you pronounce the fullback's last name, if he's still out, uh, I don't know. I, I just want them to come out and and do play action and bootlegs. The same game they were calling for with Bajent, do that with Justin and primarily run the ball. And I think we got a shot, man. Got some turnovers, control the clock. You can't tell me Jared Goff's not able. We can't force him to throw some interceptions. I believe we can. I mean, Goff's having, he's doing well with Detroit. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he, he's apt to throw interceptions. If we can do that, get some pressure on him, run the ball. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think, and for Justin, man, he doesn't have to throw for 300 yards, but if we can get some wins stacked, stacked up, you can make a case for him. We haven't won two games in a row under Eberflus, dude. I know until, until Sunday. It will. I, if if there was ever ever going to be a loss of confidence in that for me, it would be that Justin Fields loses four and a half games worth of play and then tries to come back playing uh, against the Lions. So I, this I, is the script that we needed for Justin. He needs to come back almost as like a savior, not in a religious sense. But I meant like maybe that's the script we need for all the people that wanted to see Bajan and loved Bajan and everything he represented. And I'm not taking anything away from the kid. I'm just saying. He's shown a lot of limitations, uh, and I'm not saying he, he that he sucks or any of that stuff. But there's it, it's unquestionable that Justin Fields is better, at least athletically, with talent. He's more talented. Yeah. So your backup quarterback went 500. That's what backup quarterbacks are supposed to do. That's why they're backups. But if they're good backups, they keep you in it. So there you go. You're back in it. Now let's bring the guy who's desperate to get some recognition, and desperate to to get a new contract, well, this is how you start getting it right now. If you want to be in Chicago, we need some wins. Let's go Sunday. Tyson Bajan was like uh, Chuck Woolery, right? We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> you know, he wasn't bad. I mean, he had, obviously, he's thrown too many interceptions. But considering the guy, you know, is in his first four starts of his career, I mean, he he's fine. He's okay. He's He's a good backup. I'm not saying he couldn't ever exceed that. I'm not trying to bash Bajan, but I'm just saying he's got a three-year deal. 
Presumably, he's the Bears' backup going into next season. You know, that's good. Yeah. you got a backup you can believe in. But I want to believe in Justin Fields because if Justin isn't able to achieve what we want him to achieve here, either statistically or with wins, then they're going to draft another quarterback. You sound like a politician right there. Tyson Bajant, a backup we can believe in. Well, maybe he ends up being a starter. I don't want to say that his ceiling, I don't want to take the ceiling away from him. But he's shown that, I mean, of the backups we've had in recent years, I mean, who's been better? Josh Josh McCown, maybe? That's it. For about four games, three games? Yeah, maybe Josh McCown. I mean, I think he, I'd rather have Bajan than uh, Chase Daniel. Uh, me too. I'd much rather have Bajan. Well, Don, the dumb name's not McGuire, for one, sir. And I've given you all credit all season, and I like your coach. I do. But I'm not delusional. Like everything I just said was is if Justin comes back and wants to stay, we have to start winning. What's delusional I, about that? I had my car serviced at a Midas this past week, and I picked it up, and the guy saw me wearing my Bears hat, and he was like, Are you, what do you think of Tyson Bajant? And I was like, oh, well, I love the kid, man. Like, uh, I just wish he had a stronger arm. And we got to talking about him. He's like, he went, this guy went to Shepard. He played running back for them. He showed me pictures of him playing running back for Shepard. I was like, holy shit. So he was, he loves Bajant. And he's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to make a great backup quarterback. I was like, damn, I guess you just said it all right there. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, this kind of gets into the subject of the show tonight, the, the, the thumbnail, the topic of the show is if Justin Fields, can uh, come out this game and totally dominate, right? Which I'm not sure I'm expecting that because... Well, we don't need him to. We don't need him to dominate. Okay, but wh what we need for him is to show out the rest of the season, right? Need some wins. Okay, so and that... You need him to stay healthy, and you need him to win the game. Again, that doesn't mean he throws for 350 or 400. He doesn't even have to throw four touchdowns a game in one pick or you know eight, eight and two games. Just needs a win. I mean... Throw 250, throw you know 230 and win. That's fine. If you find ways to win and, and Justin's throwing the ball well, not turning it over, and occasionally mixing in the run. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, if you stockpile some wins, I think that because right now Justin's detractors are always going to say, and rightfully so, that he's six and twenty-five as a starter. And you yeah. can't run from your record, man. I mean, I know it's not all his fault. It's not, but that's true. But Okay, so let's put some wins together make and start making that, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and 20, you know, make it 13. Let's win seven in a row. I know that sounds delusional, but fuck it. Okay, Dan, you remember the game you always talk about when you were taunting Eli Manning? Yeah. Think about that. The Giants beat us in that game, and at the time they were like four and whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah. They won like their last five or six games in the regular season and then won four playoff games and won the Super Bowl. Yes. And nobody, when they beat the Bears at Soldier Field in 07, was like, oh, that team's about to beat the undefeated New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen with the Bears, but until until you're eliminated, you're not eliminated. My well of optimism is like running so dry, though, Dan. Why? We, we won the game. We got our quarterback coming back. And he's coming back from an injury on his on his throwing hand against a team that just whooped the fucking ass, just like, like tit for tat with 
one of the best offenses. Like we've 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 watched uh uh Herbert, Justin Herbert in the playoffs just go tit for tat with Mahomes and you know Allen and shit. And he 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 did that last night with the Lions and the Lions kept up with him and beat him. And that was a really but, impressive win in my, let's, in my strip, mind, so. let's strip David Montgomery a few times. Take the ball away from that fucking traitor. Hit Goff in the mouth. Intercept him. You get some turnovers, man. Things happen. The upsets happen every week. Why not this week? Okay, so uh, so I guess the point of this show is mute because you think that we have a chance of winning out. I mean, is it unlikely? Of course it's unlikely. But you have a shot because the games are scheduled and the, the team is, uh, and de defensively, they were terrible earlier this season. On paper, they look, they're looking a lot better now. You just made a big acquisition. Had eight pressures the other night. I mean, it seems like the defense is getting is improving. The offensive line is getting better, and now you're bringing back your quarterback and your running back. Okay, so I, I'm I, re I remain optimistic as well. I know there's still a chance here. I'm just trying to say, like for this show, assuming that this season continues in a down a, a downward spiral and we lose, you know. I didn't mean to interrupt the theme of the show. I can play. No, okay. I can play the game if that's what you want me to do. I, I just think no, I'm we happy to shot. Play, no, we can play both sides of it. I like this. I like the beginning of this being the the the, the positive side that you know Justin comes back, uh, everything goes well. It goes in our favor. We win the next you know several games. We go on a winning streak. We win at least two in a row for the first time in Eberflus's career. That'd be nice to see, at the very least. But. Let's just say we string together three, four, five wins. You're making my card now. Okay, so <laughs> that means that we're not firing Eberflus, right? Or or Getzi, for that matter. We're I don't know. You never know about that, though. I mean, they could evaluate and say, hey, maybe Bill Belichick reportedly is going to be available. It's supposed to be parting of the ways in New England. Not saying we want to get Bill, but obviously Harbaugh, we've talked about extensively. Maybe they look at it and say, Hey, these other coaches are available, and that's such a significant upgrade. We thank you for your service, Flus. So you just never know. Or maybe they keep Flus and, and and replace Getzy. That could happen too. See, but you're you're kind of playing into my what I'm saying here is like if really if you want to st is Eberflus really that worth hanging on to? I didn't say it was. I'm just saying well, if you're going to replace the offensive coordinator and have Justin learn a new offense all over again, you might as well just replace the whole staff, right? Perhaps, yes. Okay, so here's, if it, in my mind, there's only two ways that this can go. And Don Burrow will love this because uh, uh, one is Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is the only uh, coach of this team that is the most obvious to me that can take this team with Justin Fields to the next level. And if he works hand in hand with polls, if you give him like let's say a, a, a an assistant GM position, he could become the guy that replaces Ditka as the coach that everyone's taught. You know, we all love Ditka and revere the '85 Bears, but if he wins one or two or three Super Bowls with us, and he just he he's already won everywhere else, he's won at his alma mater. He comes to the Bears, his dream job. He wins a Super Bowl or two. He rides out into the sunset. You know, 10, 15 years later, as head coach, maybe moves up into the front office. Meanwhile, maybe we win a Super Bowl in our new stadium at home while he's coaching kind of a thing. Like, uh, 
that to me is where that's the coach that the only coach in my mind that could move on from here with Justin Fields. So in my mind, if you're going to go hiring a new coach, let's say they take Ben Johnson from the Lions. You'll love that also too, Don Burr. Let's say they take Ben Johnson, they make him the head coach. I hate that move. Let me just say why. Because okay, Whatever. Pick a name. Uh, pick a name. I just want a coach that's had some experience and not just some guy learning on the job again. Okay, so Harbaugh was would be your your Harbaugh's great. Harbaugh's taken the team to the Super Bowl. Okay, so let's say it was, let's say it was um uh a McFay protege from the Rams or something what, like that. What about fucking Belichick? He legitimately is going to be available apparently. Okay, let's let's just say it's Belichick. Whatever coach, if that coach wants a new start and they're sitting there with the first pick in the draft via the Panthers and the seventh pick or the fifth pick in the draft via our pick, don't you think and wouldn't you encourage, wouldn't you want it to be that way that that coach, if he decides he wants the first pick in the draft to be a quarterback and to trade Justin Fields, I mean, wouldn't that legitimately be the way to go? Because there's been so many other failures you know, we, we've seen Nagy trying to do it with Trubisky. We've seen blah, blah, blah. Try, we've seen this general manager trying to do it with that head coach for a year, and it always fails. So why not just do it correctly? If you're going to get a new head coach that's not Harbaugh or somebody that's legitimately invested in, in Justin, like I think Harbaugh would be, he, I think he would salivate at the opportunity to work. I mean, look at what he's done with Kaepernick compared to what he could do with Justin Fields' skill set compared to Kaepernick's. And Justin uh, Kaepernick had a long, a long release too, but he still threw for a yard, a lot of yards. Justin's is a lot less long than Kaepernick's. He's got a much quicker release than Kaepernick had, so he gets rid of the ball quicker than Kaepernick did. There's so many things that I think Harbaugh could do with Justin that it's just, it's so fucking obvious. It makes me salivate at the, uh, at the, at the thought of it. Why not just pull the trigger? I don't give a shit if, if he's been in trouble. If he's blah blah blah. You've never been the team that's that's gone balls out and just said, fuck it, I don't care. And just try to win a championship. Sometimes you gotta steal signs. Sometimes you gotta now you see like a Belichick protege. Ask Belichick. Sometimes you gotta put a fucking drone in the air to steal the play calls from the I mean, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. And if it, and nothing has worked for this team. We've tried to be the good guys forever. Let's just go get the guy that's going to do everything it takes to win, and he's going to do it from the heart because he's, he's a, he was drafted by the Bears. He's a former Bear. He's a dick of lover. He's a dick of protege. He's a, his, his dream job is the Bears head coaching job. He's just the right age to ride it out into his retirement and like I said, move up in the front office and then help us from there down until he is ready to, you know, drift off into the, into the sunset. That's the guy for me. If it's not, I don't see another guy coming in and saying, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it work with Justin Fields and pass up this once in a lifetime opportunity to have the first pick in the fucking draft with two quarterbacks that I have, I can choose from that could be in, in, in his mind, legitimately better than the one that he's, been dealt to work with i don't want to see the george mccaskey way happen anymore i'm on a rant sorry i'll, I'll finish in a second let george mccaskey count the, the count the x's and o's and let kevin warren run the fucking show and just approve numbers sorry can't afford that or don't that's a little too much for my budget or sure you're good to go and then just look back and see what happens in 10 years that's what i want to see so 
I'm done. I'm, I'm, my rant is over. Well, I, I can't disagree with your rant about wanting Jim Harbaugh. And I, I liked Harbaugh as a player uh, at the time. And I was foolish to do this because, but I was a kid. I, I viewed Tom Zach as the asshole, you know, the, like with McMahon gone, I, I thought, God, anybody, but Tom Zach, you know, but it's like, I should have liked Tom Zach. If I had been an adult, I would have. And in <laughs> fact, Tom Zach and, and McMahon were boys. They both hated Harbaugh. Yeah. Both of them thought Harbaugh was a pompous piece of shit. They both thought he was arrogant and just abrasive and they didn't like him. But either way, I loved Harbaugh because he wasn't Tom Zach. Mm-hmm. So I've liked Harbaugh my entire life is what I'm saying. And again, I should have liked Tom Zach too, but I was a kid. My point being though, all that is going to come whether we wanted to or not in two months, mm-hmm. you know, right now we've got seven more games scheduled. You know, I, that's yeah. all I'm saying. I agree. Yes. Yes. I agree. Grumpy bear, $5 super chat. Thank you, my friend. The Packers and bears used to spy on each other back in the day in Hallis hall days. So, He's saying no big deal. I mean, it's yeah, screw it. I don't care, man. Let's nothing has worked, guys. Let's get Harbaugh in here and let's let's get a little bit of uh, outside the box. So blood brazenly, let me ask you then: You're not rooting for the Bears to lose just to get a new coach, which could be Harbaugh, right? Like Sunday, no. you're rooting for the Bears. I'm always rooting for the Bears to win. Well, I thought so. I was just making sure, just clarifying. I, but my rooting for the Bears to win, I've changed jerseys and, you know, they, it, it doesn't seem to matter. The last one that mattered was uh, 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 I, I wore a, a Rashawn Salam jersey, dude. I was wearing Rex Grossman's orange jersey Thursday night just for the hell of it. I hadn't worn it since 2008. And uh, look at us winning with Rashawn Salam and Rex Grossman. Okay, so we have to wear those again, right? Is that is Last that night. Even though the Bears weren't playing, I had a friend over here watching the games. I brought broke out the Cordell Stewart Bears jersey for the first time in 20 years. Wow. So maybe that's what we need. Some Cordell Stewart. <laughs> some old school flavor. You are I'll the only be wearing number one on Sunday. I, I I I'm happy for Justin if he's coming back. That's I'm wearing the, the White Fields jersey Sunday. You need to wear the same jersey you just wore. What are you doing? The Grossman one? <laughs> you want the, the orange Rex again or, 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 we, or coordinate with the Bears and wearing the white one? Wear the same jersey. I'm going to wear the same Rashan Salam jersey. Okay. Let's fine. See work. Fine. Let's, let's see if let's, the combo works. Let's go. I'll wear the orange Rex then. Heck okay. with it. All right. <laughs> the heck with it. <laughs> 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 I want to get to Mayhem saying the Bears don't need another damn QB. I'm not saying that they do, Mayhem. I'm saying if we, everyone as fans here, be prepared for the possibility, the most likely case, if if you all want a new head coach, honestly, unless it's Harbaugh, in my opinion, in my the new coach is going to want his own pick. I think that Harbaugh would love to work with Justin Fields. and But unless, in my opinion, unless it's somebody else, which it most likely will be because I don't think that – I don't think the McCaskies are truly going to give Kevin Warren the go-all, say-all to do everything and just sit back and count numbers. I don't think they can possibly do that. It's not in their genes. They've been doing it for too long. So in that case, we lose. So I think they're going to go new coach, blah, blah, blah. They're going to make it an offensive coordinator. 
you know, let's just say Ben, pick your name, pick your, pick your guy. It doesn't matter. That guy is going to say most likely um, I'm taking the quarterback with that first pick and let's trade Justin. So I'm just saying, be prepared for that guys. I, I don't, I don't want it. I would love I would love to see us build on what this kid has done with a with a, co a, a coach such as Harbaugh, who who could come in and do twice as much as he did with Kaepernick, which with much less talent. So, well, here's what I'm hoping for. But we all have to be prepared for that day in case it happens. Is what I'm saying. I if I'm writing a script. I'm Justin's coming back. He's our hero here and we're going to ride with him into the future, but not just because we like him. I want him to, to pull up the statistics and the wherewithal and the games to where you're like, man, we can't get rid of this guy. You know, he he's earned his keep. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. Worst case scenario of like what you're saying comes into fruition and a new guy comes in and says, yeah, yeah, we respect Justin, but I want my own guy. If that happens, we want Justin to play so well that we get a better pick for him. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to ball out to the point where the Bears have to contemplate, do we really want to move on from this guy? Or if they do, they get a second or first and not just like a fifth-round pick just to throw away just to get rid of him. So I for for Justin's own sake, his own, like his bottom dollar, man, I I want him to play well and get paid somewhere. I hope it's here. But I hope he plays well enough to where he's appreciated uh, and he deserves like a big deal somewhere. That's what I'm hoping. And I hope it's with us. That well, that would that would be like a third instance where he plays well enough that but we still keep losing. If he plays well enough and the defense keeps playing the way that they are, I think that we start winning games in, in that case, right? So <laughs> we have four division games left. That's what I was saying at the top of the show. You know. You got Minnesota, you got Detroit two times, and Green Bay still. Man, if you win some of these those division games, you're back in it. I know Detroit's got seven wins now. I think Minnesota's like right at six or seven. But if you win those division games, you're in it nevertheless, at the very least for a wild card potential. Mm -hmm. So listen, I, I'm, I'm totally optimistic about winning this week. I think we definitely can win this week. It, I mean, it would just be so Bears to beat Detroit when they're at this high, right? It would be just so Bears Detroit. Um, I'm I'm just trying to prepare everybody for the uh, the possible what ifs, because everyone has been saying they all want this coaching staff fired. So just be careful what you wish for, kind of a thing. If we if we win a bunch of games here and the defense gets better and Fluce is actually like shit, a good defensive coordinator. I mean, that's another question. Does he get a defensive coordinator next year or just run He's the got show? To. He's got to. Yeah. You would one would think, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I guess if you go back and watch those videos, the, the team still looks like they're together. I mean, maybe it's all propaganda just dramatized by the Bears video department, but it looks like everybody seems to like Lewis and, and respect him still. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're losing and you still have the team a little bit, you know, I mean, maybe there's something to the guy. Maybe he's not as lousy as we think he is saying stupid shit like he's got something up his sleeve and then doesn't show what's up his sleeve. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying, as long as he's the Bears coach, as long as he's the Bears coach, I got to root for him. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, you know, 
Okay, we'll fire him. But had he lost to the Panthers, I'd have probably been saying, let's fire his ass today. But yeah. <laughs> uh, promote Hightower. <laughs> uh, whomever, man. If Like I said, if you're working at a dollar store somewhere and you're and you're losing to the Panthers, in theory, even that's an analogy for the, another job. But if you're doing that poorly to, at a lower level job, they fire you. They don't give a shit, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Bearski saying, even Cutler came out and had a four interception game. Haven't seen that kind of implosion from Justin. There are a lot of factors to consider. This team needs to be better. The defense helps a lot too. So yeah, yeah. And you're right. So the defense has been getting better. To your point, I wonder if um, Edmonds comes back this week. Has anybody heard anything about Edmonds? No, I have not. I know we're out of IR spots now. We can't put anybody else in IR, or they're gone for the season. So that if he really is still hurt, that's why he hasn't been deactivated. Wait, who? Edmonds. If for some reason the Bears have no more IR spots left, if you go on IR, you're out for the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can only activate eight people from IR, and they've already done that. Mm -hmm. That's why Justin didn't go on IR. Right, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Edmonds could be hurt still, and we wouldn't know because maybe he's not ready to come back, I'm saying, but because they can't put him on IR. Right. But Sanborn's been playing well, so uh, you'd still like to have Edmonds back, though. But, yeah, man, I... Look, I'm not saying that Justin's going to come out and throw for six touchdowns or something like Mitch against Tampa that, that week, but I, I, I'm just saying, man, I've got some hope. I, I'm i rooting for him for his future in addition to the Chicago Bears. So I'm happy for Justin if he gets back in there to show you know, everybody what he can do. And he played well against Denver, played well against Washington, and he was playing terribly against Minnesota when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm rooting for him, man. So, I mean, as long as they're like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I don't want him to lose. It sucks sitting there watching losses and then sitting here talking about losses. We want to watch wins and talk about wins. I mean, it's it's good for everyone. It's good for the city. It's good for everyone. So, it, I'm just... Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just trying to look ahead for my own sanity so I can prepare for the what ifs because no, I, I, I don't like- agree with the topic, but I, I'm just pointing out the caveat that it is week 10. Yeah. So there's still, you know, eight more weeks of bears to haven't had their buy yet. So seven more games for the bears, but there's still a little under half a season remaining. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying is that there's nothing. There's still a lot of football left. I brought up that Giants team at Jacksonville 96. You know, they were three and seven or whatever, and then came back to finish nine and seven to get all the way to the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. So teams get hot and things like that happen. So Justin could very well just come out after being out for four and a half games. Thumbs feeling great. He's been watching Bajent. He's all fired up right now. He's practicing, he's getting ready to go. Comes out and just Freaking dominates this game. I didn't say it. No, Justin, I'm, I'm saying it can't happen. It could happen, but maybe the most likely thing is that Justin uh, doesn't throw very much and, and has 150 yards, but Foreman and Herbert run the ball down their throats to get short fields of turnovers, and and they win maybe not ugly, but they win with the old-school Bears kind of game, They're just pounding the rock, some special teams, and some turnovers, some lovey ball. 
three to five points, something like that. I'm just, it, it happens, man. And you can't Detroit, uh, until they've look, they have my respect. And again, I, I understand what it's like to be a team that, that never wins. So, uh, but having said that, considering they haven't won anything, they're really, really pretty fucking arrogant right now. So if I'm, you say earlier, like I'd be so bears, it would be so Detroit to like fuck around and lose the division. Now <laughs> it would be so Detroit for that to happen, to have Minnesota come back with, with Dobbs or whatever and take the division from them. So, I mean, and just say shit happens. The bears got Detroit, you know, coming up two times really quickly. So I hope we win both of those games. You're damn right about that. That's true. Like that, it, that would be kind of them to lose it. Right. <laughs> they came out slow last year, almost made the playoffs, came out hot this year, missed the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the Bears were seven and one in 2012 and didn't make it. Yeah, collapses happen. Oh God, yeah, and comebacks happen. We've seen it happen, man. Actually, I don't. I don't have a problem with the Lions. I. I mean, I have to root against them because I want they're in my division. But like, let's say the Bears are out of it and the playoffs have begun, and you tell me Detroit goes to the Super Bowl. I don't have a problem with Detroit. I hate Green Bay. I don't want them to ever win anything. I don't hate Detroit. If if we were out of the playoffs, I'd be rooting for Detroit. In fact, because that'd be like something for something to root for. The underdog, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't hate the Lions at all. I there are times that I hate the Vikings. I really hate Kirk Cousins. Um, so there have been times that I've hated the Vikings. Overall, I don't guess I hate them. I don't really root for them. I I don't know, man. I, I I'm just saying. The bottom line is the Bears are still in it right now. We're, we're, again, we're, it's three and seven. It's not the record you want to be at, but they could have had wins against Denver. Certainly could have beaten New Orleans. Had a shot against Tampa. And no shot against Kansas City. You had a small window against Green Bay that they blew it. But I'm just saying, there's some other games that they've lost that they could have won. Maybe some of that goes our way second half of the year. The games that you know we should have that we were losing before that we start to win now. Because the overall team is getting better with the defense and such. That may, that means a lot. I love your optimism. I mean, that's what we're here for, man. I'm relying on your optimism right now. I mean, a lot, like for like the last week, I like going into the Panthers game, I was just like, yeah, God, what does it matter? Nope. Um, it matters. I mean, everything matters. Yeah, but it's like... There's so little hope. We haven't even won two games in this coaching era in a row that that, that that's just given me such little hope that we can string together anything. So it, it's just, I was happy with the win. It signifies you can win. It, si- it signifies a win we should have won. And we did. And it helps us in the draft. So, the, but then, the, but then now I'm like kind of like sick to my stomach now because. As much as I want to see Fields come back, I just don't feel like he's going to be, you know, on all cylinders, and we're just going to lose this game. And then it's just going to go back to another loss, another losing cycle. See, I'm writing a new script for you, though. Okay. I, I'm not saying Justin has to be the reason we win Sunday. And, in fact, I keep saying I think it's the running backs and the defense. But, for all I know, it could be Santos with the game winner. But let's say they, they beat Detroit. Oh, we got an upset. Next game's on national TV, Monday Night Football. You're going for three in a row. 
And then your guy solidifies maybe that night with another eight days, has a big game, balls out, and then suddenly you've won three in a row, two division games, and you're fucking in it. With the bye coming up? That's true. I mean, what's the line going to be? The line's probably going to be, what, six, six and a half? Somebody posted it, wasn't it? What is it, eight? Is it eight? Oh, if I were getting one, I would take that then, for sure. It can't be out yet, right? Don't they go? Don't they wait till like Wednesday or something? I, I don't gamble, so I don't know. Me either. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, man, I mean, it's it's okay. So you're giving me you're giving me optimism here, Dan. The other day, yeah. I could say. Well, that's fine. That's good. I mean, that's what we it's what we need is optimism. I mean, it's it's. It's been a lot of losing, man. It's 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 been um you gain optimism and then it just goes away. And then you gain optimism and it goes away cuz you lose. Then you gain optimism and then you actually win a game and you're like, "Oh shit, I I was right. Yeah, we this team's good." And then they go right back to the Green Bay game plan. And you're like, "Oh, this team sucks." And it's just the fucking roller coaster of this team is just painful, dude. You're, I'm usually talking you off a cliff. What? Come on, help me out here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Like, I'm feeling good about. I mean, not feeling good. Like, oh, I know I have some certitude. I'm not the Lions. I don't think like we've won a Super Bowl yet. The way they they feel like they suddenly have, uh, they've achieved greatness so far. And I mean, they haven't earned that yet. They haven't clinched a playoff spot yet. So. I mean, it's it's obviously trending that way, and it's trending the other way for the Bears. But there's still a chance, man. I mean, I, I've pointed out situations where it's happened before, and the defense is improving, the line's improving, and the defensive line clearly is improving with Sweat. And you're going to get Justin back, and you're going to get Herbert back. Mm-hmm. All right. No, St. Brown's not as good as the St. Brown in Detroit, but it's good to have him back too. Because now we can put Valus on uh, the, you know, oh, release him. And I assume nobody will pick him up and they can put him on the practice squad. Oh, God. Valus Jones has got to go. Uh, he's Please. awful. Oh, boy. That dropped pass in the end zone in the Chargers game was just pathetic. Yeah. And then we got a break against New Orleans because I think he fumbled there. On that screen pass where they called it incomplete, I'm pretty sure he caught that and fumbled anyway. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Every time he touched the ball it, during his entire run with the, the Bears, except that one catch, I think, against Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, maybe it was against Philly or Buffalo. It was one of, those ga- one of those games late last season at Soldier Field. He caught a bomb from Justin. Other than that, every other time he's touched the ball, whether it be on kickoffs, punt returns, or offense, he's almost fumbled. Or fumbled. He's always bobbling the ball. Oh, boy. What and a- against the Chargers, he fell down, and the ball still hit him in the stomach. And he still dropped it. I know. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he really is pathetic. He's one of the worst picks ever. We can say, oh, Kevin White, because you know he was in the first round. But Kevin White at least was hurt. Like, you know, legitimately hurt. Velas has been healthy and just has been awful. Uh, I'll take Kev- I'll take Velas Jones over Kevin White any day, dude. Well, I don't know if I'd say that because Kevin, at least, do you have excuses that like he's always hurt, which is not a good one, but 
it, had he not been hurt, it's almost like Curtis Enos, you know, if he's not hurt, he could have been a stud, you know, I mean, he blew his knee out as a rookie though. So you just, I'm just saying you never know, like, but Valus has just been underperforming. Very much so. I've just been dying to see Valus on a quick slant that he takes to the house. He would have dropped, he would drop it. Apparently he would. Because they have not done shit with him in that position. They have they've barely tried him at the receiver position catching passes. Barely. The only reason he's still on the team now is because he was drafted in the third round. That's it. Yep. Yeah, he's awful, man. But thankfully, with the roster spot having to be opened up, because they're going to activate Herbert this week, hopefully he's the one that's cut. Oh, God, I please. Please. <laughs> please it's time to it's time to go velis jones it's time I mean, to go. he was inactive thursday as you know mm -hmm. so they had tyler scott back there uh you know i just i i i feel like there's reason for optimism here it's not just me saying this shit like to play a role on the show or something like i'm looking no, forward I, to sunday i, I can uh, honestly i am i am feeling your optimism to the bone my friend Good, because it's not a put-on, and I feel like the Bears have a shot, a legitimate chance of beating Detroit Sunday. I feel like, uh, God, I'm the asshole right now. I'm so defeated by this team. I just don't feel a win at all coming this weekend. Well, just, like, just stay on the edge of the bandwagon. Just stay on the edge. Don't jump off. So that if they do win and then and a couple of things good, good things happen, you you won't be like one of these guys. It's like ah, I'm just coming back because they're they're winning again. No, I mean I want them to win. I want Justin to to come out and play well, and I want them to, at the very least, get a good game plan ready for him if he's you know to protect his thumb and all this and this and that. But I just feel like after watching the Lions last night just tit for tat with the fucking chargers that there's no way we can do that with them i mean who are the chargers though i mean i know they beat us on sunday night but the chargers year in year out are underachievers that finish you know and losing the first round of the playoffs which i'd love to be in the first round of the playoffs don't get me wrong i'm just saying but it's not like they you know they you know they beat a team that it's not like they although they did beat the chiefs in week one so i can't say it's not you know they did beat kc in kc which is admirable you know it deserves a lot of props well, I'm just saying the Chargers can lose to anybody, though. One thing that that the Chargers are not is a division rival. They're exactly. not a division team. The division games are always different, so we can't just expect uh, Detroit to come out and put up thirty what eight points on us this Sunday. I mean, maybe, but typically uh, division games go much different. I mean, the only way I can write a script for that if they score thirty eight on us in, you know. It would have to be like the New Orleans game where we're turning the ball over incessantly. Like, would they have five turnovers against the Saints? A bunch of penalties. It'd have to be some shit like that against Detroit, I think. I'm not saying the Bears' defense is somehow, you know, insurmountable now or like unassailable. Like, there's no way you can score on them. But, I, you know, and just they're playing okay. They're playing okay now. So I, I, I think it's going to be a tough game for both sides. I, I don't think the Bears are going to get blown out. I hope not. I hope not because I don't want to come out and talk about a blowout. I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be like a, a Debbie Downer here either. Everyone, including you know Dan the other Dan, 
<laughs> just You're talking uh, about yourself there in third person the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we can, we're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. Yeah, but I don't think it's as like far fetched as everyone thinks. In my opinion, honestly, I don't. This is the home game or the away game? It's in Ford Field. Okay, so this is the away game. This is the one that we all had a loss on our schedule. I know that much. So that would be uh, pretty much everything has gone the opposite anyway. So it would that would also work if it was a win. Because <laughs> we had we we predicted eleven and six here, and uh, yeah. That's not going to happen anymore. But 10 and 7 is still possible, right? It definitely is. Okay, let's go with that. 10 and 7. Well, I'm not saying that yet. All I'm saying is that there's a chance you pick up some steam. You got one win. If you upset Detroit, then you got Minnesota. Then you got a bye. And then and then now things are going the right way. Then you got Detroit at home again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, dude. Do I not look convincing? <laughs> no, I, I feel like you feel like if the Bears win, it's going to be like on par with like Namath beating the Colts or something. And I just feel like it's not that drastic. I think the Bears can win outright. Okay, that's where I just, I mean, I, I've been saying the same. I, I mean, geez, last year I was like, we're, well, we're still in it. There's a, We've lost six games. We can still go 11 and six because I had the same prediction last year. But it, it just seems like we can't even win two games until Sunday. I feel like I'm talking like Chris Watts. We can't even win two games. Might. Like I'm, say, like I'm saying, like it's a fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Chris at now? I'm sure he's in bed, but if he were here, he could back me up. I, there's hope. There is hope. All right, so I'm going to stop being a Debbie fucking downer. We're going to beat the Lions. We're going to beat the Lions, Dan. I'm not guaranteeing victory or something. I just think the Bears are going to put on a good product. Okay, so what do you guys in chat think? We should get to you guys, man. We got a lot of you guys in here blowing up chat. Zach, Mo Bearman, Don Burr's being kind of polite tonight. Good to see you, Don. Uh, Les... He's predicting a 49-7 to win or something. Because they're so conceded up there suddenly. It's like they, they think they're the Packers now. Yeah. <laughs> Unapologetic truth. Thanks for joining us. Cliff Victoria Retro. Good to see you again. Been a lot of people in here in chat tonight. Great to see all you guys. What's Cliff think? Let, let's Cliff is usually someone, uh, you know, like even killed. He's not going to be too high or too low. When they lose, sometimes he's so positive it makes me mad at him. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, Cliff's not someone that's going to be like, Oh, the Bears are winning by a hundred or some shit. But maybe see so what what's his pulse? What's his pulse on this? We're while well waiting for uh Cliff. We got Iceberg Slim saying Bears 35 7. Okay. Oh my god. My goodness. Yeah, that would be that would be like an orgasm. Yeah, no shit. Steve Phillips saying any given Sunday. There you go. Uh let's see. Not the best movie, but yeah. Was that the one with um had a great cast, Al Pacino, Jamie oh, Foxx, but that. it just didn't have where they had fake team names. Is what it just hard yeah, it was yeah. hard for me to get into. That speech at the end though was amazing. Right, right. Gotta hit him in the fucking mouth. Whatever he says. <laughs> I love Al Pacino. Anyway, me too. 
Eduardo saying, hello, Dan. Which Dan? I think he's talking to you. Dan or the other Dan. What's up, Eduardo? Eduardo Isaac Rodriguez M. What did Cliff say there? Did he give us a – he thought the Bears are going to win or lose? Cliff, what's your what's your score prediction? He said, Flus mentioned he was looking at Bears' scheme during the mini-buy. To me, that means he's second-guessy. He's second-guessing second Getsy. Well, he should. Yeah. What I'll give the bear give the Bears credit for calling that pass that uh Bajan completed at the end. Like if if they have to punt there, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. No oh shit. Don Burr saying 33 to 19, uh Detroit. We're gonna bust y'all ass because he's talking too much. <laughs> but Dan, I'm, Dan I'm supposed to be talking right now, right? <laughs> That's what I'm all here to do is to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Don, don't you get this as a podcast? That's what we do. <laughs> oh, geez. Foster saying uh, Bears 16-13. There you go. I like it. I think it'd be a little bit higher than that, but I like Foster, and I like Foster's prediction. I like Foster, too. Uh, unapologetic truth, 35-24, to 24, Bears. What else we got here? Mo Beerman saying 42-28 Lions mounting with two touchdowns. I hope not. I'll hate that. King King Book is saying Al Pacino starts off saying, I don't know what to say and proceeds to give up a top three speech of all time. Yeah, I know. It was that was great. What did he say? How did he say it? He's like, then we're gonna we're gonna punch him in the fucking mouth. What did he say? I <laughs> I haven't watched it since like two thousand. I don't know. So, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I believe I did too. What do we got here? Uh Monty uh Laz saying Monty will get his teammates on board to run it up forty eight to ten. I hope Monty fumbles two or three times, is what I hope. Or just gets completely shut down. I, you know, I, I'm hoping that the Bears just put play Monty like we played him, so we barely see him. Uh let's see. What else we have here? Uh, Zach Sullivan saying, Lions 27, Bears, question mark? There's your cliff score. 31, Be Lions 31, Bears 24. Oh. Did I tell you how much I hated Cliff, Victoria? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Every time I'm we were at, at Aldo's party, it kept pulling me aside. You're like, that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. He and Jeb Bush both can go straight to hell. <laughs> and I like that guy too. Let's see what else. I don't remember his name. I just remember he looked like Jeb Bush. Oh, uh, Curtis. Curtis Conway? No, uh, <laughs> Cliff's buddy Curtis. He, you're saying he looks he looked like Jeb Bush. He did. He I don't think he does. I thought he did. It's it wasn't just somebody, you can be like, she looks just like uh, Beyonce, and someone else can be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, I've never said anyone look like Beyonce. I'm not saying you. I'm just trying to pick up a different, uh, like a famous person. I'm just an, another analogy. I did say that you look like Mark Trussman, though. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it, Dan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mark trussman i have twice the hair of mark trussman yeah but when you have the cap on yeah 
and the glasses. True. What what if I did a podcast like this? Would he, would anyone even recognize me? Hold on. What if I did a show like this? Hey, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like Chris Watts is saying, if you if you pick me up at the airport like that, I would I wouldn't even know that was you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd be looking for you the whole time. Oh man. So I think what it was the overall consensus here that we think the Bears are gonna lose. I mean, uh you think the Bears are gonna win, Dan, right? I'm hoping. What's your I, score I, prediction? Ooh, how about Chicago twenty seven, Detroit twenty three? Okay, so there's your answer for Zach Sullivan. He said twenty seven to no, he but he picked Lions. Oh, unapologetic truth said 35-24 Bears. Sorry, I missed that. I think I missed that anyway. Maybe 27-24. 27-24 Bears? Yeah. Maybe Santos with a kind of like Paul Edinger in 2000, go up there, kick a game winner when everyone thought we were going to lose, knock them out of the playoffs, and got Bobby Ross fired, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That turned us on to Marty Morningwig as the Lions coach. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're you and your memory. Jay Sanders, thirty-one twenty-eight Bears. I like it. All right. I feel like if I, I feel like whenever I go um, uh, reverse psychology, it always works for me, Dan. Well, that's what we did last week, wasn't it? Last week we said Carolina was going to win, but it was like wink, wink. Yeah, that, right. That worked, right? It worked with the Raiders with me too. I think it worked. It, it also worked uh, with me with the Patriots last year. We did that game together. So you're 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 picking Detroit to win then? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Detroit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna take the opposite. Grumpy Bear, Detroit 34, Bears 17. Wow. wow. So you're legitimately picking a Bears blowout loss then? Yeah. That's I, the reverse I, psychology. You think they're gonna get blown out? They're gonna get their asses handed to them. If this, if this is, we're just, you know, Justin Fields is coming back. He's gonna be rusty, man. I can't expect anything from him. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. In my mind, it's not gonna be great. I've I've sat here too many times and gone, oh well, he's gonna come back and light okay. it up because. Well, I'll even go back farther for you, but just just follow me on this. You know, Charles Martin hurts Jim McMahon in November of 86. Yes. In October, late October, 87, almost a full year later, McMahon comes off the bench in the third quarter. Tampa Bay's up by like 17 points on us. And Jim McMahon leads the comeback and throws the game-winning touchdown to Neil Anderson. Hadn't played a single fucking game since Charles Martin hurt him almost a year before. He comes off the bench in the second half and beats Tampa Bay on the road in his first game back. You say, oh, that's a fluke, right? Well, then in his second game back, they're down 14 or 13 in the fourth quarter to Kansas City. And yeah, I think it's 13. And McMahon throws two touchdowns to Willie Galt. We beat Kansas City. Then the third game, they're in Green Bay and they're down. And Jim leads the drive and Kevin Butler kicks the game-winning field goal and flips off the Packers on the sideline when he hits it. Three straight games, 
Three straight comeback wins. His first three games back after Charles Martin. True story. Fair enough. It's happened before. It also happened in uh, the, the. That wasn't part of the. Your little rant there wasn't part of the. The Vikings game wasn't part of that, right? Because man, with the that Martin sack was after that in '85. I'm talking '87 after the yeah, Charles yeah, Martin injury. Okay, so but he. It's also happened where. Uh, McMahon was out for what? How many games came back against the Vikings? Well, he was hurt the week he played the first two. That was week three of 85. He started and finished week one and two, but he was in, um, he had back spasms up at the top of his neck and was in the hospital after that Patriots game. So Ditka, he didn't practice. So that was a Thursday night game. So Ditka wasn't going to let him play because he didn't practice. But McMahon said he was on the sidelines all pilled up on painkillers and he was like, I feel fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, he didn't miss any games though. He played against Tampa Bay and against uh, new England to start 85 and, and Fuller started that Minnesota game. So your well of optimism, like what, what percentage is left in it? Uh, can you rephrase the question? I'm sorry. Uh, your well of optimism. So like, for example, my well of optimism is at like 20%. You mean just for this game or overall season? I don't know, man. It's it just it's determined by what happens next. I mean, if they get blown out like you are suggesting, then it could go way the other way. Okay. They could just suddenly tank the way they did last year and think, ah, we can't do it now. Like if they lose the next two and go into the bye with two losses, then yeah, the optimism is going to be completely deflated. But my optimism for this game. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Okay. You just made a great point because I'm going to give this one more shot to win two games in a row in this era of coaching. And if we cannot win this game, which means we can't win, we have not, we'll go on without having won two fucking games in a row for over a season and a half with this coaching staff, then I, I, I'm going to, so right right now I'm going to I'm going to reload my well of optimism based on what you just said. And I'm I'm going to put back in 40 another uh 20% and make it I'm at 40% right now. So now you think the Bears lose by what? 10 instead of 17? No, that means I'm I'm going to I'm still holding out for for hope for a win of this game. So I'm gonna, I'm going to watch this game with with pure anticipate anticipation of this being a win uh because I I truly do think we can win it because of what we've talked about in this entire show. And it's getting better. And Justin is actually a talented guy. Very. Let's let's not forget that. It's not like we're hoping that, you know, oh, like Matt Barkley. We hope Matt Barkley wins the game for us Sunday. I mean, Justin fucking Fields has got some talent. Yes, he does. So and he I'm just wanting him to be him. That's all I want. I want him. I, he should have gotten with uh, Getsy and said, look, I'm coming back. This is the shit I want to run. This is the shit I don't want to run. Let's win together. It helps us both. Mm -hmm. so, you know, that's what I hope happened. He's a deep ball hunter, man. And I love deep ball hunters. Retro with a $2 super chat. Thank you, Retro. Sports Talk USA. Dan, if I, Dan, if we ever meet, I will give you a bear hug. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you, Sports Talk. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so, okay. 
let me change my uh, perspective. You've you've reinvigorated me with that. The show is not over yet, so my official score doesn't count. I'm gonna go with um twenty one twenty bears. I like it. I like it. That? How about that, guys? Huh? So is it twenty to hold on? You said twenty one twenty bears. Twenty one twenty so bears. It's twenty to eighteen late, and Santos makes the field goal. Yes. There you go, Cairo. Although he missed the kick in the Superdome, though that that really bothered me. I'm uh, like, oh my god, another doink. Yeah. Wait, the Superdome. Oh yeah, that was a no. Oh, that was New the, Orleans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He missed the forty yard field goal. At least they they matched it with a double doink or with a doink on the opposite uh, right pole. So that was nice. But man, Cairo, those kicks uh, when. Uh, there's a penalty, and then he's got to kick it from 54 after that, and he nailed it, man. So, mm -hmm. like he over, like he he shut me up, man, because he was struggling so much last year. I didn't want to even see him this year, and I don't want to jinx him now. I'm just saying, but he's bounced back. He's not missing extra points. Again. Don't want to jinx him, but oh, God, you can't, don't. No, because let's not that. forget that's how we lost to Detroit last year. Was that 31 to 30 missed extra point? Uh, why did you say that? I'm saying that Cairo. You brought it back into existence. No, he's overcoming. He's overcoming. It's the uh, number change. Yeah. You have to get away from number two. Yeah. I'll get I'll give you that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I think that's uh pretty good. I I'm I mean, um, I think I've talked about bears enough tonight. How are you feeling right now? You want to keep going? It's up to you, man. <laughs> I got to work 20 hours tomorrow, so. Oh, my goodness. I should probably uh, get going to uh, get on my, my this this job stuff I'm doing. So, yeah, it's uh, but dude, it's we it's it's so awesome talking with you. Because you have actually um, invigorated me a little bit. Like sometimes, like last season, I was. I remember you were really down. I was trying to bring you up when we were doing the show on the last season. They were terrible. Oh, I mean, God. well, they're this, the record's the same almost right now. So I know, but they've got better, it's better talent on paper this year. True, but now now it's kind of reversed, and you see that where I'm coming from. Whereas, like it was the op opposite last year. I was trying to kind of. Uh, you know, uh, bring you up, and you're just like, ah, this team fucking sucks, and blah blah blah. <laughs> and now it's like I'm like, I don't even know what to think. This team fucking sucks. And you're like, no, we can win. We can win this out, and we legitimately can. Like, we can win this out. We can. And we did have DJ Moore last year. True. I like Foreman and Herbert better than David Montgomery as a tandem. I do, I do too. And Sanborn's coming to his own. Maybe you get Edmonds back. Kyler Gordon starting a ball. Mm -hmm. I I don't like Eddie Jackson at all, but at least he's got experience. I just traded for Sweat. Sweat's getting his feet, you know. Br Brisker's back. Mm -hmm. You now, know, Edmonds playing better in the middle than Edmonds. But still, I'd like for them to be our starting three and the linebackers back there. You know. Yeah. And uh, Ngakwe got a sack. He's finally woken up. Mm-hmm. They're playing this year. Last year, they couldn't stop the run at all. 
right now they're the number one uh well going into Sunday. I didn't see the statistics after Sunday, but they were the number one ranked defense against the rush in the league. Last year they were like 31 or something. So I know. Yeah, man. And like they're again, we DJ Moore is better than anybody we had on offense last year. A hundred percent. Comet, Laz, Comet, oh my God, playing out of his mind this year. Exactly. And I mean, he's on he's ahead of schedule as far as tight ends go for their careers, their progression through the years. Like he's he's pretty much uh a year ahead of schedule. So going into what is it? This is his is this is his uh third year? Fourth. He's already gotten his second contract. Okay, yes. Well, I thought he was drafted the same year as Justin Fields. I thought Komet was in twenty. Maybe I'm wrong then. No, I think they signed because he only had a four-year contract because he was in his he was drafted in the what second round. Well, I'm going to look it up right now before we go. I thought he was a 2020 draft pick, but let's see. I could swear he was the same. He was the same draft as. Um... Nope, I was correct. You're correct. Drafted by the Bears in the second round of the 2020 NFL draft. Okay. Because we didn't have a first round pick thanks to Khalil Mack. All right. Okay. Okay. So he's uh, he's right on par with being on schedule for what tight ends should be doing in their careers. And he's he's proving to do it, I think, better than the others based on where he's at. So, I mean, he's been a. a a security blanket for Bajant at times. He's been a security blanket for Justin Fields at times. I think Justin Fields just needs to keep going to him too. You know, if if DJ Moore is not there, look for Komet, man. Make him your uh, your Travis Kelsey. I still think we haven't even used Tonkin yet, and he can catch too. Mm-hmm. Barely. Forgot he was even on the team, right? Lewis, I mean, he always catches one and steamrolls somebody and goes for 18 mm. on third and 17. Yep. Let, uh, unapologetic truth saying, what about Sanborn? He's balling. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. He's balling his ass out. Gordon's playing well. Uh, Brisker is kind of worrisome because he just seems like he's always injured. So it, it feels like we need a safety this year in the draft. Not that we need to be talking draft right now, but just as a backup, right? Well, we're going to need one to replace uh, Jackson, right? Jackson. Uh, he's yeah, he's gone. Got to be. He's got to get out of here, right? I I think so. Yeah. Dunbar saying, Goff Montgomery played Mac Bosa, Darwin James, and Goff at zero sacks, only hit twice. Montgomery twelve touches, hundred yards plus. Yeah. Your offensive line's pretty good, dude. That's my worry. Yeah, so why do you play Khalil Mack? The most overrated bear in the history of my lifetime. I mean, aside from being on the Raiders, he's been overrated since then. Right? I think so. He had six sacks in one game uh, this year and he still won't get till 10. <laughs> uh, Foster saying, "Dan, don't show Don's comments anymore." 
<laughs> uh, I, I was, I'm actually proud of Don. He's been very, like, semi-polite tonight. It's very un-Don Burr-like. I feel like somebody's taken over his account. Has he, though? Uh, he hasn't been as bad as he normally has been. Eduardo's saying, looks like everyone is clicking. We just need to, uh, Justin to start playing better. I and agree. That's where my worry comes in, coming off of a four-and-a-half-week stint with a hand injury. I just hope he can, Eduardo. Just hope he can. Well, guys, you guys in chat have been awesome tonight. Unapologetic Truth, Mo Beerman, Cliff Victoria, Don Burr, Laz. Let's see. Great to see all you guys tonight, man. Zach Sullivan, Mr. Mayhem, Mo Beerman, Walt, Jay Sanders. You guys are all what makes us go around retro. Your super chats. Thank you so much for your super chats. Grumpy Bear. Sports Talk. Thank you for your super chats. This is um I I have a I have kind of a change in jobs coming coming up here soon. So I'm trying to uh cut this show, cut our shows down a little bit so they're not like, you know, three hours plus. So um just want to let you all know that we love and appreciate you guys. You are what makes this go around. And uh, we have, there's no, there will be no show this Wednesday with Lynn because she's having a knee replacement, but we'll be here this Thursday with our crew. And uh, we're going to have on uh, 313 Sports um, Lions fan. He's going to do a preview with us. He's, he has a Lions podcast. That'll be a lot of fun. And what then, does uh, go to his show? Yeah, exactly. Listen, these guys are awesome, Don. Come back here uh, on Thursday with three thirteen. Hang out with some Lions with a Lions podcaster with us, and you'll see what a, what a cool Lions fan is. <laughs> Maybe you can learn something. Um, wait, what is he saying? Grumpy Bear. Hey, Dan, what happened to Gandhi and North? They didn't do the press conference this season. I don't know. I saw that was going to go live. Isn't that tomorrow? Yeah, I think they got the wrong day. I thought that I tweeted it out earlier that it was tomorrow morning. Let me double check. It looked like it was live earlier. It says Tuesday, 9 a.m. Central. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so Lynn's got a Lynn's got the uh, knee surgery this week. We'll be back here on Thursday night at 9 p.m. with uh, Bears Country Podcast with uh, uh, Foster and PJ and Walt and myself. And then uh, next week, we're going to be taking off. I think we might do a show on, on Wednesday, but I'm going to be in New Orleans all next week. So, uh, Dan, we will not be doing a show next week. Why are you going to New Orleans? The Bears have already played New Orleans. Uh, we're going there for Thanksgiving. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, damn, I missed it by like two weeks. <laughs> do you ever go to Falcons games? No. Aren't you a season ticket holder? Yeah. Will you just sell them every week? I try to. <laughs> I try to get the concerts that come there that I can get first rights to that I can at least make my money back on. So that's really what nobody really buys Falcons tickets. I haven't built in in case the Bears come here or they make the playoffs and play the Bears. That'd be even cooler. If, well, that would mean the Bears aren't playing at home, but whatever. Well, thankfully, Arizona beat them yesterday, which gave us the number one pick again. Yes. 
Love it. Thank you, Arizona. And look at that. That was Kylo Murray's first start all year. Yep. And he led a comeback. Okay. Fair enough. So why can't Justin do it Sunday? He definitely can. I guess we're always, we're, you know, we could see Bajan. I mean, you never know. Like, no one has said 100% that it's Justin. He's not going to tell us until Wednesday. True. But it could still be Bajan. Who knows? You're correct about that. Hey, why not play both of them? Now, if it's Bajan, it re- it's really going to hurt my enthusiasm. Uh, I mean, because my the basis of my whole optimism is, you know, Justin playing for everything, and he knows it. And this is the last shot. So, yeah, I know. It really does feel like that, huh? Yeah, and I think he he can come out balling. Whereas Bajan, you know, he, he's like, ah, you know, it's my fifth straight start or fifth game, and uh, you know, fifth start. I'm I'm just happy to be here. Mm-hmm. We need Justin uh, on the precipice of leaving, feeling the desperation to win, mm-hmm. and just being locked in. I hope so. I hope you're right, man. I need I need some uh, I need my well of optimism to be reloaded. You know. Right, Foster. I, I think Justin's playing too. That's. Agent uh, Precious said it was nice to go out with a win. Yeah. So I think Justin plays Sunday and hope yeah. he stays healthy and hope he plays well. I agree. 21-20 Bears. Interesting to, to see, well, that arm wrestling guy that his dad, do they just have no interest in the Bears if his son's not playing? <laughs> like, ah, I'm not going to that game. Justin's starting. <laughs> Or is the arm wrestler there the rest of the way now? He might be in case there's an injury, right? Maybe the arm wrestler can take on Dan Campbell. They look about the same. <laughs> That'd be fun to watch. I think so too. Dan Campbell and uh Tyler or Tyson Bajan. No, Tyler Bajan. Is that his dad? Tyler? In an arm wrestling match? That'd be fun to watch. Go Bears. All right, guys, let's get out of here. I got an early day tomorrow at work. Dan, great talking with you. We'll see you guys this uh, this Thursday at 9 p.m. with uh, Foster and PJ and the guys. Here's when you're not even going to be here next week. And so the next week, uh, we might do – those guys might do a show. Foster and PJ and Walt might do a show on Wednesday. I might, I might pop in, like, from Bourbon Street uh, on New Orleans or something. But other than that, like, next week, I'm going to be on vacation – uh, for Thanksgiving, we're going to a, a nice New Orleans restaurant. For, you don't uh, deserve a Bears win, but I hope we get it anyway. <laughs> You're probably not even watching the game Sunday. I am watching the game. It sounds like you don't care. The season's over to you. I, I'm going to be watching the game. I'm just fucking with you, man. After it's recorded. <laughs> It'll be recorded. I'll be watching it later, though. Go Bears. <laughs> Steve Phillips later, Bears nerds. <laughs> I'll take it. Unapologetic. See you guys. Great to see you all, all here tonight. Mayhem, everyone. I've already said all your names. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll see you in a couple of days uh, with the other crew. And um, on a one, two, three, let's end this shit. Dan, ready? One, two, three. Bears. Bears. <laughs> <laughs>